0: Hey, um, news update. Ooh. I didn't get braces. Ah, oh, you didn't. I'm, I'm a didn't. little disappointed. Today was the day. Today was the day. God damn! But there's a reason. It's because my kid had a fever. And so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just rescheduled it for two weeks from now. Because my fucking... One and a half year old does not have COVID. He has not been anywhere that I have not been to, mm-hmm. to catch COVID. Mm-hmm. But I just thought before I let somebody like dig around in my mouth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should probably just be sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I thought I was safe, but now all of a sudden I have COVID. So you might die of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that'll lead straight into my goddamn. <laughs> I thought it would be a pretty good segue <laughs> because mine is, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm all kinds of congested and shit. It's not COVID. However, having children of, that I know of, having children makes a fucking everything is just snot all the goddamn time. Uh, and so so much salt. I, salt? Salt? I mean, it, there's a lot of salt in your body fluids. Yeah. But I yeah, true. I woke up in the middle of the night. My kid didn't feel great. And I sleep with him in my bed because of my horrible mom. And uh, <laughs> stop saying that you're a beautiful princess and a more beautiful mom. Aw, you're Isn't so horrible. sweet, but that's what everybody says. Like, don't to sleep your kids will die. And I'm like, hey, seems all right. But, fuck you, Becky. Yeah, fuck you, Becky. <laughs> he sleeps. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to sleep. Yeah, and uh. He like rolled over, and I was like, Oh, I just love him so much. And he coughed like into my mouth, and I was like, Oh, Fuck, I'm sick, gonna get that. Yeah, yeah. So now I have whatever he had. So, so just, there's that, just dying. And my I'm oldest. not really dying, you can just hear it. And then I had to call it a work because I couldn't send my kid to daycare covered in snot. And I was like, mm. Guess it's a sit at home, watch the prices right kind of day with Drew Carey. I don't like those ones. No one does. Okay, good. I was fault. like, Am I gonna offend people? No. I mean, we love Drew Carey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is known. It is known. But that is not his role. No. Or his calling. No. He was better in the Drew Carey show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And whose line is it anyway? <laughs> oh yeah. That too, I guess. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, my older son. Well, it was first my younger son, which I probably in patient zero. Like my yeah. house is probably patient zero. And then now my older son had to stay home from I almost said work. <laughs>
1: He has it's a job like, for him. Contribute to
0: the family or get the fuck out. <laughs> Be a productive member of society, goddammit. Yeah. No, he, I had to keep him home from daycare. So now I'm next. Like, I'm pretty much yeah. dead. It's like I've been bit by the zombie and we're all just waiting for me to die. Mm-hmm. So, we're waiting for you to turn so I can shoot you in the fi- yeah. face. Yeah. Shoot you in the face. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you so hard in the face. <laughs> yeah. So if I seem a bit off today. That's why. My brain has been fucking mush. Oh, God. Yeah. So I can relate to your goddamn as well. Yeah. Well, give me your goddamn. Mine is a little different. I want to be hypnotized. Okay. <laughs> I've just discovered this about myself last night. Um, Like at a carnival or like you want to go to a place? <laughs> I would do a carnival, but I don't know. Maybe go to a place. I don't even know what I want to happen if I were to be hypnotized. It just seems like such a foreign idea. Like... I don't think it would work on me. That's what I think, too. But everybody's like, yeah, it works. Well, not everybody. You know, the people who believe in it are like, yeah, it works. Yeah, but the the people that get hypnotized are the people that are like, I'm about to be hypnotized. And then they just let go of their inhibitions. I don't know anything about it. This is just from one thing that I heard one time and I was like, yeah, that sounds right. I hope somebody goes and makes a Wikipedia page on it based (laughs) off of your findings. (laughs) (laughs) I am a public figure. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh lord! Oh my god! But yeah, it's like the people that are like, "Oh, I can do this. I'll walk around like a chicken because I'll just say I was hypnotized or whatever." They make yeah, yeah, yeah. those. I, don't, nice. I mean, shit, I don't know. But and again, I don't even know what I would want out of a hypnotist. You gonna session. uncover some old fucking memories? I would love to know about my past lives. Like, oh, was I a gypsy? God. We're getting weird with it. All right, let's go. Yeah, I, I, like, was I a gypsy? Did I build pyramids? Like, I need to know what was going on. <laughs> Or was I just, like, a fucking spore on the bottom of the ocean floor being eaten by crabs? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you yeah. could have been any of those things. I could have been, and I want to find out. But I think, like you, like, I could never relax enough to let that happen. Yeah. And then you would need somebody around to tell you what happened, right? Like, well, a hypnotist, probably. Well, he he could say anything. Or she. You need like, a witness? Well, I will be your witness. Yeah, will you? Okay. Yeah. So this all came hey, can about. Can you get a hit witness? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a witness? <laughs> oh. Hell yeah. Oh, I stumbled on my words there. <laughs> Let's get down to business. Yeah, that's what I'll tell him as soon as we get <laughs> in here. <laughs> I've got no time to play around. What is this? <laughs> must be a down. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut this shit down. <laughs> oh my god. Can I get a witness? Ugh. Oh. That sounds like a great idea. I think that you should do it. Also, I I kind of feel like you have the type of imagination yeah. that would be like, yeah. be like, what were you in a former life? And you'd be like, I feel like I was a spore on the fucking ocean floor, yeah. and crabs are eating me. And I they'd could be like, come up with something. That must have been what you were in a former life. And then I would come out of it and be like, that makes sense because I identify with spores. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life, I've always identified with spores. Like yeah. I will believe it to the core. I God, know why am I this way? But I feel like. That's just going to be your mind playing tricks on you. Yeah, we'll never know unless I'm really hypnotized. And I'm like, well... guess we'll never know. We'll never know. But last night... It was, like, a shit show of a night, and I was just exhausted and, like, felt super anxious or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to do some sort of fucking guided meditation thing because I've done those before, and mm-hmm. they actually help a lot for me. Even though, like, a guided meditation isn't hypnotizing. Like, you're just laying there, and they're like, think of a fucking beach. Or, like, you could pick whatever kinds you want. Mm-hmm. But, like, mostly I'm just like, okay, let's breathe, and then I feel relaxed. It's kind of like listening to Enye. Enye? Enya. 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 is it this (laughs) over an n (laughs) because that's an n N yeah yeah (laughs) yeah the singer and then i just lay there and i like slowly fall asleep and relax anyway so i tried this and i started to like get really relaxed and feel good and then i had my child jump on me and like ruin everything like five times and i was like i think i could be hypnotized yeah maybe yeah i don't i don't think so will you do it with me Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. We can lay together in my bed and hold hands. Yeah. And we'll each share an earbud. That's the... Oh, meditate with you? Uh, No. Hypnotize with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then you'll be giggling and I'll be like, shh. I'm currently a a spore. (laughs) I'm in a volcanic vent right now. Oh, my God. I am so down to do all of these things. I just don't believe in any of them or you know, that they will work. Like I don't think... palm reading. I want to get my fucking palm oh, read. Mostly too. just because I want them to be like, what the fuck? And I'll be like, lived a lot of lives. <laughs> oh, they totally would because your hands are so wrinkly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I've come across those talks that are like, oh, this special cross means that you've done some shit in your life. You're an angel five times. I don't remember. Yeah. And then I look at my hand and I'm like, um... I don't even have one. (laughs) Maybe I have one. And then I get into like this deep hole of Googling shit because that's what I do. Yeah. And then I get tired and I fall asleep and I forget about it. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, is that a was that a dream? Or was that real life? Did I really dream? Am I a witch? (laughs) When I was younger, I used to have these little cards. I don't know why the fuck my parents bought these for me or where I got them from. But they like told you how to read palms and how to read the like constellations. I think every kid had those like every 13 year old girl had those because I had them too. Why aren't those things anymore? I'm sure they are. You just have to go to the right places. Like, our parents were going to buy weed, and they also picked up... candles and a fucking palm reading thing my parents they sold it in the back my parents were like at walmart like oh gotta get some comet your parents went to a head shop in ob <laughs> <laughs> they were like here stace entertain yourself Yes, yeah, they were like what are these bead curtains for the record what do you I, sell in the back i had bead curtains <laughs> i know so that's where your parents got them for the record this was in virginia so mm. they weren't in ob Oh, Lord. Anyway, so I'm glad you're down to get hypnotized with me or at least be there so that I know if it works or not. For sure. But I'm going to try this again without my child jumping on me because it was so just like, I think I was just almost falling asleep. Mm -hmm. I don't think I was actually being hypnotized. And I don't even really know what it means to be hypnotized. And the whole time the guy was like, uh, I don't even remember how he worded it. But basically, like your subconscious is doing all the work. Like you don't have to feel any pressure to like come up with anything because your subconscious is doing it all. And it'll come to you later in life when you're like doing the dishes. You'll be like, I was a spore on the ocean floor. And I was <laughs> like, I mean, that's an interesting way to look at it for people like me who are like all anxious about like, well, I'll never be able to relax enough. But also, I don't know if I believe it. So if anybody knows anything about hypnotism and they're ready to hypnotize us, Um, we'll we'll record it and do it on Skype. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Fuck it, you know? I'll quack like a duck. Yellow. If anybody's a good chiropractor, can you do that on Skype too? Uh, So anyway, do you guys want to hear about some murder? Hell yeah. (laughs) Can I get all (laughs) hell yeah? Let's get down to business. Okay, This week, I'm going to tell you actually two stories. It's like (gasps) a throwback to the days that we used to do two stories. All right. Except for they're two very short stories. Oh, okay. Um, We've actually had a handful of listeners step forward and say like, yo, can you please do some cases on some missing and or murdered indigenous women? Ooh, all right. Because they're not covered enough in... What is this called? Stream media? Yeah, Like in media. What is this? I look at my mic. What, what is, is this, this like? called? That we are doing. Yeah, like they're not really covered in media as often as they should be. I've definitely noticed like an increase, you know, because... You know, everybody's trying to bring awareness and everything. Mm-hmm. So we've been asked to do, which I am so glad because I didn't even know this was a fucking issue because I'm my fucking privileged ass white chick sitting here like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I look into it. and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is terrifying. Yeah. Like, didn't even know this was a problem. Yep. And so we've been asked multiple times. And every time I'm like, of course I'm going to. Well, good. Educate me. Yeah, I will educate you. ass. But then every time I look for a case, it's like, you can't find any goddamn information because Because, it's under fucking reported. Yeah, that sucks. So I did a lot of digging. All right. And... I'm sure everybody's gonna be like, I've heard this one before, because <laughs> I'm so insecure with myself <laughs> and think like, if I found any kind of information, that means it's been covered like 500 that means times. Everybody found it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna tell you um, two cases. Okay. And please bear with me if it sounds like maybe not fully complete stories, because like I said, I had to dig for what I got. And even then, it's kind of like one of the cases, most of, the, almost all of the information I got was like, from a timeline that somebody pieced together from this woman's family and it was like on a um, one of those change.org petition things oh so I got all of my information from like a timeline so I'm like trying to piece it together into a story so I can actually tell you guys yeah so if anyone listening knows anything about these cases if I misstate anything please forgive me don't kill me (laughs) <laughs> the last time we did i don't did, think anyone's gonna well i hope not oh but. my god please really don't kill me but like don't i'm not trying to be disrespectful or rude or anything i'm trying to do the best i can and i did the best i could to educate myself so that's my disclaimer that's my public service announcement nobody kill me No, nope, don't kill me for sure but nobody get mad at me and i love you all i'm gonna be so mad if you say anything wrong i'm gonna say so much wrong can you tell them like very insecure telling these stories because there's not enough fucking education about it I can tell you're very insecure about it. <laughs> okay. The first person that I'm going to tell you about, again, with the names. Okay. Don't hate me. Okay. Because I Googled, like, how do you say these names? Yeah. But it was like, I don't know. You can say however the fuck you want. Google was like, this is what I would do. I probably should have, like, looked up YouTube videos where, like, a reporter was saying the actual name. But that's okay. It's okay. We're like a real reporter. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who actually did journalism. Somebody who actually talked to somebody who knows something. Okay, so our first person I'm gonna talk about is Cozy Decora. Okay. In May of 2020, so just fucking last year. Ooh. Cozy Decora was a 22 year old indigenous woman who was a member of the Ho Chunk tribe, and she lived in Winnebago Indian Reservation in Nebraska. Okay. Did I give you a lot of information there? Yeah, but every single time I hear Winnebago, I think of Quagmire saying, Winnebago. Oh. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> that is all. Oh, my God. I haven't watched Family Guy in a very long time, and I feel like that sentence alone, that one little memory makes me want to go, like, binge it. Right. till I fall asleep. Yeah. She lived with her fiancé of five years, 25-year-old Jonathan Rooney. Okay. And there are three children. Okay. Cozy was a fun, easygoing girl. Wait, who, she was 22 and had three kids? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yep, yep, yep. And okay. one of them was just four months old. Cozy was a fun, easygoing girl who was described as easy to make laugh and absolutely adored her children. Oh. Loved okay. her fucking kids. Yeah. It turns out that her relationship with John wasn't all that healthy because he was kind of abusive towards mm-hmm. her. And mm-hmm. at some point in her life, she turned, she ended up turning to methamphetamine mm-hmm. use to cope with. Her problems. Okay. But one day she finally had enough of the life her family was living and she was like, I'm going to go get sober. I'm turning my life around. Fuck this shit. I'm over it. Good for her. Right? So she's she does just that and she starts to attend these like traditional Native American ceremonies again and um, spending time like really close to her culture and her family and her friends. Like, you know – Getting her life back on track and surrounding herself with, like, happy people, good experiences, getting away from that troubled life. Okay. Now, you said that she lived on a reservation, right? Yep. Did Was Jonathan also Native American? Shit, I don't know. They didn't right. say, but. All right. I'm and, assuming he was if he lived on a reservation yeah. with her, but I don't really know how it works. Okay. Yeah. I think you have to be, right? Yeah, I mean, unless, I guess she could probably bring someone in. Like, you can vouch married. for them? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, uh, no, no. Fucking Jonathan's cool. I want, but I then in that, that case, live with me. But in that case, you'd just be like, get the fuck out, right? No, I mean, no, because she's still indigenous. No, no, no. Uh, like, she could be like, Jonathan, get oh, the fuck oh, out. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like her people would be like, get the fuck out. Like, yeah. you're with a white man now. No, no, no. no. And <laughs> no. I was like, I mean, she's, shit, man, I don't know the rules. <laughs> she still has the fucking card, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like I said, not a good relationship. She starts doing her shit, like getting her life together. yeah. Also, on her Facebook, she started posting, like, happy messages, like, ah, three months sober, doing great, like, fucking yay life. Yeah. She knew that she was going to have to get away from John if her and her children were ever going to have, like, a nice life together because he was so abusive and everything. And also, it sounds kind of like part of into that drug life and, you know, drinking and everything. Got to get away from your old habits. Yeah. And so she started to clean up her act so she could get sole custody of her children. Okay. And her plan was to work on getting the custody and then moving back to Wisconsin, where the rest of her family lived and um, where she grew up, Mm -hmm. so that she could have support and rebuild her life again. Good for her. Go cozy. So she was in the process of doing all of that when on May 16th, 2020... At 7.50 a.m., a call is placed to local law enforcement by Cozy, and she says, like, hey, me and my fiancé, we're out here on the reservation. We're in, like, a rural area. <laughs> <It's> hard word. <laughs> and she had her four-month-old son with her, and their car had gotten stuck on a muddy road. Okay. And so she was like, hey, we need some help. When the police finally arrive, it was like midnight. So this is a couple hours later. Oh, my God. So they must have been in a very remote area. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Like, like super. four hours for super help? Super remote. Yeah. I don't know how big the reservation is. Maybe it goes on forever. And they're at like one side. Party <laughs> <it> never ends. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so when the police arrive, it was about midnight, like I said, and they find the stuck GMC Yukon in the mud, Mm -hmm. but Cozy and her family were nowhere to be found. Mm, Not a good look. Not a good look, especially for one of our stories. And so they call out and they, like, poke around for a bit, like, where the fuck did everybody go? How far could she have walked in four hours? Yeah. Fucking anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) That's a long time. Let's search the entire fucking reservation (laughs) then. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, like I said, they're looking around and they find no trace of the family. They look inside of the car and they notice that there's a chainsaw and a um, can of gasoline in there. Okay. And as they continue Was it a gas chainsaw? Probably, because that's the best kind. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, then you Detective would need Detective Aaron over here. Well, then you would need to have gasoline with your chainsaw, and it could have just been like, oh, there was a fucking down tree that I was gonna take care of. What are you just like fucking lumberjacking all over the goddamn reservation? Maybe she's lumberjack- gotta be illegal. That is protected land, bitch. <sighs> Maybe it fell and it was in her fucking driveway. Maybe it was from the weekend and she just happened to have the chainsaw in her car because she was gonna give it back to her dad. I don't know. <laughs> or fucking the guy at the chainsaw store that she got it from <laughs> yeah any of those okay valid valid ideas but that here. could be why you would have a gas can with a chainsaw is all i'm saying it doesn't necessarily we don't know mean what they you're were gonna doing. cut apart a body and then burn it yeah even though that's the first thing i go to <laughs> yeah that's the that's probably the reason i'm i mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> damn it they weren't just logging <laughs> <laughs> i'm not quite sure if they were loggers or not Old Axeman, oh. fucking Winnebago style. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, so they notice that, and they continue searching around for them when they start to notice this, like, plume of smoke off in the distance. Oh. <laughs> was it a tree that was being cut down? And so they go towards it. <laughs> okay. They were like, let's head that direction. <laughs> that seems like a clue. <laughs> that seems like a smoke signal, I've never <laughs> seen <laughs> one. Ah, see? Exactly. <laughs> okay. So they go towards it, and they find a like an outhouse in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. totally engulfed in flames. Now, this outhouse wasn't alone. There was a cabin close by also. Okay. All right. So they put the fire out in the outhouse. I don't think it was the police that did that. They like called the fire fucking department or maybe they're all in one. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, let me let me put my fireman's hat on real quick. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Got to get my other hat. Good thing I brought my truck with me. As they're putting it out, they start noticing in like all the ashes and the soot or whatever, the remains of the outhouse. That they found a human skull and some rib bones. Ooh. And they were like, fuck, there was a person in this outhouse. That's not good. What a way to go. What a way to go. Oh, nobody wants to be in an outhouse to begin with. No. And then to die in a fiery ball of flames in an outhouse. uh Uh-uh. No, thank you. Oh, my God. That sounds horrible. horrible. Yeah, okay. Was the door like, oh, I don't like it. Was the door jammed? I don't know. It was on fire. That's all I know. You're going to have a lot of questions, and I'm going to be like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. This is all I know. (laughs) This is all I know. So they go checking out the cabin because they're like, somebody's fucking around here. There's a fire. Somebody had to set it. Yeah. And in the cabin, they find John, Um, her fiance. Yeah. And he was like, oh, thanks for putting that out for me. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't want it to catch on this cabin. Well, John was naked and he was sleeping under a blanket on a mattress that was on the floor. Mm -hmm. And he had his four-month-old baby with him. Okay. And also, one article said that they were both unclothed, but... Him and the baby? Yeah, but that doesn't sound safe or reasonable. Maybe it was raining. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But... um, Why would it be raining if the baby wasn't... Like, why... I don't know. Why would... Why would there be a fire if it was raining? No, I'm thinking maybe, like... (laughs) Just because he doesn't have clothes on and also the baby doesn't have clothes on does not, in my head, equal it must have been raining outside. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you in a minute, it's reasoning for not having clothes on and maybe it will. Okay. But I, I... I was just confused. Like, why wouldn't the baby have clothes? So. I mean, it depends what month it was. My kid was fucking was naked for the first half of his life. For like half of a year or something. Yeah. For like the okay. first six months of his life, he was naked. Yeah, but he was like under a blanket on a mattress. So like, it seems like you would need clothes. Like, it sounds cold. Is it cold in May? It's probably cold in May. It sounds like cold in May. Something about June gloom. Yeah. April showers bring May flowers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that the one you were looking for? Yep, that's the one. (laughs) So we know there were flowers. You know how you can never think of another, like, month's season when you're not in it? Uh Uh-huh. Like, uh I'm like, September is totally summer. And I'm like, it's probably fucking cold at night in September. Yeah, it probably is. I don't... And then October, you're like, it's freezing. And then it's fucking 90 degrees here. And you're like, I can't figure out my months or the degrees. <laughs> like, I don't get it. So I don't know what the fuck May is. But that's why I was like, maybe it was raining. And they got soaking wet when they got to this cabin. And so they took all their clothes off. So they went freeze to death because it was also cold. Oh, like they were outside in the rain? Well, yeah, because their car was out. Oh, OK. You know. I didn't know Jonathan was out with this car, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. Um, I probably just grazed over it really fast. But it was Cozy Called. And it uh-huh. was her, Jonathan, or John. And the I refer to him as John. And the baby. And okay. she was like, hey, we're all stuck out here. I need help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, okay, they're found at this cabin that doesn't belong to them? I don't think so. It didn't say that it didn't, but I'm just guessing because okay. they were on a mattress on the floor with a blanket and... Sounds like a good time. <laughs> so I don't understand.
1: Okay. I mean, they go get
0: a babysitter and they were like, you just want to hit the sack? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And then everybody's undressed And uh, I think, okay, I don't even know why I mentioned that at this point, because it's really not that important. But I was like, it's weird that he's naked. And then some other article said that they were both naked. And I'm like, well, now I'm just really confused. Maybe he sleeps in the naked. Maybe. (laughs) In the naked. I feel like if it's not your cabin, you should keep your clothes on just in case. Fair. Okay. maybe he was a nudist and he wanted an outdoor shower. Maybe. So the police are like, yo, wake up. Now is not a time to sleep. That outhouse was on fire because he was asleep, right? They, like, shine a fucking light in his face. Yeah. And they noticed what was reported as blood or bruising on one of John's arms and scratches on his shoulder and his face. Mm. Okay. Pretty suspicious. Pretty suspicious. They also noticed that there's blood inside of the cabin. Now, I don't know if it was a lot of blood or just sprinkles of blood. It just said that there was blood inside of the cabin. Okay. And when the cops were like, hey, John goes on here. Like, where the fuck is Cozy? He was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who? What are you talking about? He was like, I don't know where she is. And they were like, well, we got a call from her that you guys were stuck in the mud and that's why we're here. And now we're coming upon this fucking disaster of a shit show dumpster fire. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And also there's a fucking skull back there. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they like write out like yeah, said that right, right away. away. Yeah. Or if it was like, you know, some people are putting it out while these guys are talking over here. Yeah. But they're like, hey, like, where the fuck is she? And he said that the couple had found the cabin while they were stranded Mm -hmm. and that they started a fire in the grill so that John could dry his clothes out. So that's why he was naked. Okay. And I was like, why does he need to dry his clothes out? It was either raining or maybe like from pushing in the mud. It had to be raining if it was muddy, right? It was raining at some point. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, you're going to start the grill so you could dry your clothes. Yeah. Did your clothes catch on fire in the grill? How do you fucking dry clothes in a grill? I have no idea. You hang them up with a stick lean to a little lean to over the grill over the grill yeah just don't <laughs> let him touch the flames you know yeah. i don't know if they found the grill with his clothes also a grill outside if it's raining it must not have been raining because that would just get wet again i would think <laughs> did this cabin not have a dryer probably not i guess no they did house barely had a mattress yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so he says you know fucking lit a fire or whatever to dry my clothes and so we were like hunkering down here while we waited for help and they got into a fight because Cozy had accused him of drinking or, like, still doing drugs or something or being under the influence and they got fucking pissed off at each other. Yeah. And he says that she then hit him with something and that he shoved her out the door of the cabin and shut the door. Okay. Then he says he laid down on the mattress with the sun next to him and then the next thing he remembered was being woken up by the police, like, shining the light in his face. Okay. Okay. He claims that he thinks the reason that he was so tired and, like, fell asleep and doesn't remember anything, no, the next thing he remembers is that, is because he suspects that Cozy drugged him. Oh. Yeah, like, drugged him up and then slit her own wrists. Oh, Jesus. And then set the outhouse on fire so that she could frame him for her murder. Probably not likely. Probably not likely. He claims that she had a history of doing this, like she would not setting everything on fire, but that she would like slit her wrist and then blame him so that she could try to get custody of the kids. Oh, my God. As a tactic to get custody from the kids. Yeah. Of the kids. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just what I read one little article. It seems pretty fucking extreme. Or if she was like suicidal Yeah. I could see somebody being suicidal and being like, it's because of you. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't seem like a very secure way of getting your children back. So I can't imagine that that was, like, the real motive or anything like that. Like, he's probably just embellishing shit. Yeah. If it was even true at all that she was suicidal. It doesn't – it's not, like, a good plot to get your kids back. No, no. And then also, like I said, all of her Facebook shit was like, yay, happy getting my fucking life together, right? Yeah. So, the cops were like, okay, cool story, bro, but <laughs> we are definitely going to want to talk to you some more. Yeah. You are still fucking suspect number one here. Exactly. It should be noted that they tested him for, like, fucking drugs and alcohol and shit, and he didn't have anything in his system. Oh, okay. So, he was not drugged by her. <laughs> okay. Well, the police were like, okay, listen, we don't believe your story, but we do believe parts of your story. And- that maybe she had her wrists cut and also... Right. Was burned in the outhouse. Or like that you had an argument. They were like, we believe that there was an argument and that I got out of control and that you hurt her really bad. And then because he was like, John was interviewed multiple times, right? Yeah. And then when they like come about saying all this, John finally comes out and he says, quote, I was backed into a corner. Ooh. And then he asked for a lawyer and the interview ended. So they couldn't get any more information. Like that's all they have. I was backed into a corner. Pretty fucking suspicious. And also, you're the only one out here. And she was trying to leave you. Yeah. And take custody of your kids. Yeah. You were backed into a corner. Well. You thought that the, like, if, you know, if I can't have you, nobody can. Like, she was probably like, I'm going to leave your ass and I'm going and this is it. And because you're still doing drugs and drinking or whatever. And then they got into an argument and then he was like, well, if you're going to do this, then I'm going to kill you. But then, like, why were they out there in this, like, remote area where they got stuck with their son? I mean, maybe they were going mudding. I miss going mudding, right? Mud bogging, yeah. She was fun. Hoot nanny, hoot nanny. <laughs> Maybe they were like they started off having a good time because she was like, "Ah, oh, you know what? You're really not that bad." And this is our kid, and Let's we're having a good up. You probably wouldn't go like mudding with a four month old. They have very you know unstable neck situation going on. <laughs> the they newborn also have car baby needs. giraffe neck. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember that first ride home from the hospital and you're like, this doesn't really hold his neck very safely? It's like you go over a bump and they're like, (laughs) yeah, but four months old, you can kind of hold your head up and stuff. And she—that's her third kid. She's like, "Fuck it, let's fuck take it. him. <laughs> fuck it, leave him outside. We'll come back and pick him up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so like maybe I said, they were like having a good time going mutton and then they got stuck, and they're like, "Dang it!" And then you—they walked for a while to find this cabin. And if anyone has ever walked with their significant other anywhere, like as a purpose to get out of a place, like fuck, we're in a sticky situation. It turns into argue. like Survivor, and you're like, "God damn it! Can you just pick up the pace here, or whatever?" Like, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time. I know how to build a lean tube God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You think I can't do? anything <laughs> and then you argue and and one and thing led to are. another and she was like you were doing drugs back there with fucking Mary Beth And oh not Mary Beth that hoe mm-hmm, that hoe again and then he was like no I'm fucking not and then he was really mad because he wasn't on drugs or anything and so then like you know shit or he gets backed into a corner or maybe he was like let's just go for a scenic drive and he fucking plotted this all from the beginning maybe could have been but that's a I mean how far was the cabin from the truck I don't really know you're going to have so many questions that I don't know the answer to. Okay. Somebody okay. does, but it ain't <laughs> me. Because <laughs> I feel like that has to do with whether or not it was plotted. Because you like, wouldn't, like, like go out house for sure. get stuck yeah. somewhere, like, far away from this cabin that you find. Yeah. Did I, they break in the lock in the cabin? Or yeah, was maybe it, like, it was more oh, like a, a cabin. I don't really know, but maybe it was more like a heat of the moment, passion, like, argument. Yeah. Big shocker here. Mm-hmm. It was Cozy's body. In the outhouse. Mm -hmm. And she was burned so badly that dental records had to be used to identify her. So that's like a long, hot fire, right? Yeah. yeah. Because when I was learning about all that spontaneous combustion earlier in this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) It takes like a long time to like burn a body. It has to be a very hot, slow burning fire to get to just bones, right? Am I remembering correctly? Because there's like juices and stuff. Yeah. Well... I think hers was like a really hot, slow burn because it like only burned her leg or whatever. And it like burned her whole leg off. Oh, you mean the, the, in the, in that previous Mary Reese episode. or whatever? Yeah. I don't, I mean, if it's a box, like it's an outhouse, it's a whole box. We could ask Drew. Call an expert. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> Our firefighter friend. <laughs> yeah. I would think that that would be enough to like burn the body to like bones, but it wouldn't burn the bones. Yeah, true. So she was so badly burned that they had used dental records to identify her. And an autopsy was unable to reveal if she had suffered any, like, trauma or physical injuries prior to her death or causing her death. Yeah. So there's no real clear understanding of how she died other than for sure fire was involved. Yeah, yeah. But she could have been dead before the fire. Yeah. And actually, no articles said, like, you know, like, oh, he came out and said he strangled her or you know slit her wrist or anything like that like i have no fucking idea how she died nobody did, does did except for he him get arrested okay so within two weeks of questioning john he was charged with manslaughter okay wait this is a quote charge yeah he was charged with quote manslaughter in indian country which i don't even know what that means we got all kinds of special laws going on here okay so that comes with a max sentence of 15 years maximum maximum So Kosi's family was like, hold the fuck up. Only 15 years. He, like, absolutely planned it. They really believed. Like, he really planned it. He had fucking tools and an accelerant. Like, he had a chainsaw if he ever needed to do any damage. There was no proof that she was, like, cut up or anything. Yeah. But then also had the gasoline on him to be able to set the fire and everything. Like, this isn't manslaughter. Like, this definitely was either first or second degree murder. Yeah. So the family is pissed, right? And they set up a Justice for Cozy Facebook page and a GoFundMe page. Actually, I don't know if it's GoFundMe or one of those change.org or whatever. No, change.org is petitions. A fundraising page. So I think it was a gofundme page. And started to work on persuading the US attorney's office. So it might have been change.org. Well, they do a lot of they do a lot of stuff. Okay. Like her family's fucking on it. Yeah. Actually, Every story I read, most of the families were like, oh, you're not going to fucking help us? I'll just do it myself. Like, damn, It's insane. So the family, they start trying to persuade the U.S. Attorney's Office that it would be a major injustice to Cozy to charge John with only manslaughter in this murder. Like, yeah. you need to fucking reevaluate what the hell is going on here. And so the Justice for Cozy page is actually more than just a page for her case. But it also helps bring attention to crimes committed against indigenous women who are, like— way more likely to be a victim of a crime there's not much research there are some especially like more recent like in 2019 and stuff there's start like there's this whole i'll talk about it in a little bit but there's a lot more research out there with a little bit more information but it's totally understated like uh data Mm -hmm. but they're like hey we need fucking help they start this facebook page and they're trying to like figure out or like bring awareness to this issue right yeah So the U.S. attorney's office, they step forward and they're like, hey, 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 like we know you're mad. Yeah. (laughs) But that was just the initial charge because that's all that there was evidence to support, but that this is like an open investigation. And so that they're still looking into the case and gathering evidence so that the charges could potentially become more severe. Okay. So in late October of 2020, John's charges were actually increased to second degree murder. And then also had one count of tampering with documents because he tried to destroy his clothing. So they're saying, like, okay, you weren't drying your clothes out. You burned your clothes because they had blood on them. Yeah. And he tried to destroy a cell phone. So, again, literally, that's all I know about this. And I'm piecing shit together. Like, probably they got into an argument or there's some sort of evidence on that cell phone that he wanted to get rid of or maybe so they couldn't track him or something. Yeah. Or her cell phone. Cell phone. Maybe it was her cell phone, and he wanted to be like, oh, she ran away. Yeah. And had to get rid of the cell phone. I don't really know. It just was like, oh, also, he's in trouble for tampering with evidence. Yeah. About closing a cell phone, so I'm piecing that part together. Hmm. Interesting. Isn't it, though? And this is kind of like an unsatisfactory ending, but I couldn't find out when his trial date was, because this was just in October that his sentence was or not sentence his charge was increased Mm -hmm. so covid court system i have no fucking clue what's going on right now i searched around couldn't figure it out it'll probably be like a year or something before his trial oh i'm sure so like even allows it so this is still like an active case wow there's not much out there that i could find anyway for the public yeah but like i said her family like is stepping out, trying to help raise awareness and everything. Side note, in 2019, this is what I was going to tell you about. In 2019, there was a legislative bill called Legislative Bill 154, and it was passed in Nebraska to investigate how many indigenous women have gone missing and the, like, law enforcement resources available to help reinvestigate those cases because they're so—nobody, like, takes them seriously. It's just like, oh, she's missing. yeah, And then nobody, like— Digs into the details to figure out why. Like, Cozy was murdered. She yeah. didn't like commit suicide in her fucking outhouse or whatever. And they were just going to be like manslaughter. Like, the only reason the charge got increased is because her family was like, "Hold the fuck up! That is insane. That is not manslaughter." Yeah, like there is a whole history going on here, and she was trying to leave him and all this shit. Like, I wonder why it's so like that. Like, do they just not have the resources prov- like to freaking investigate? So I mentioned this a while ago when we did Brittany's case. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure her name is Brittany. Now I feel like an asshole for not remembering. But one of the biggest problems is jurisdiction. Like, it's usually the... And again, I have this in my notes, so I'll probably... I'll try to not fuck it up later. But it's usually, like, the tribe has their own system, their own police station, their own, like, kind of yeah. laws and everything. And then... There's just like so many different people. And then it's supposed to be like on the reservations. It's like the tribe police owns that that jurisdiction. And so it's kind of like not to be an asshat, but it sounds kind of like in some scenarios it's not being handled correctly. Yeah. Or the information isn't being passed on or they're understaffed or something. And so a lot of things slip through the cracks. Mm. and now families are stepping forward that's not the only issue that's just one of the many issues so now families are stepping forward and being like we're not going to be quiet anymore like these women are dying and nobody is speaking up nobody's doing anything about it and people act like they don't care but we care like we're their family and they weren't this horrible person like oh she used drugs whatever like that's not her that's not her story and um some of the other like, a lot of the, the things that I was reading and, like, the comments that I was reading in these articles was, like, people just look at it like, oh, there's another Indian. Like, whatever. <gasps> she just died. And I'm like, that breaks my fucking heart. That's horrible. That is so horrible. And as, like, an outsider, I'm like, I've never had that thought. I just didn't know any of the shit. It's almost kind of like, again, outsider perspective here, I have no fucking clue. But it's almost like when you're in such a close, tight knit almost toxic family and you just don't talk about your secrets and yeah. it feels like people are starting to talk about those secrets yeah yeah again i could be speaking out of line please don't everybody hate me <sighs> educate me don't hate educate that's right girl so these women are like falling through the cracks and there was this legislative bill that was passed in nebraska to start helping investigate it was just in 2009 to help investigate like why are so many say just in 2009 Oh, okay. I was like, I mean, that was like 10 years ago. (laughs) I should keep going. Just in 2019 to investigate what's going on, to help reassign people, like people to these cases to like help solve what was going on. Now... There have been different bills in other states, you know, like Minnesota has their own bill, whatever, to, like, go into this detail. So I'm specifically only speaking about Nebraska in 2019. Okay. But now that they have this information that they've gathered, which, again, I said is, like, grossly underreported, now they're trying to pass another bill so that it can help fix the actual systematic issues as to why this is going on. Like, oh, okay, we're understaffed. Let's fix that. Yeah. And I'm like, you fucking just ran a report. Like... (laughs) You shouldn't have taken this long. Like just ran a report, yeah, and now we're like, okay, now let's do something about this. Yeah, just like, oh my god, why do you have to pass another bill? Why wouldn't you be like, okay, also with this bill, I will fix it. Yeah, I get, I get that I'm very oversimplifying it, but I'm just like, oh my god. So cozy's family is this bill I V wed. (laughs) (laughs) Figure it out. So cozy's family is very like supportive of this like new bill to get passed. To actually do something about this. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of like the big goal right now. And they're huge advocates for pushing for like, you know, getting other women's stories told and like kind of bringing light to this big issue. And they don't want her death to be for nothing. And they want to honor her by helping bring awareness and no longer being quiet about these injustices. Also, it broke my heart that they were like, I'm not going to let her death just be another number. Like she died for a purpose. And I'm going to make sure that purpose is like comes to fruition so they're saying like her death was to help us bring awareness to all these other women who are also dying because of domestic violence or whatever you know slipping through the cracks and all the shit yeah so i'm like oh my god that is so sad because as losing your daughter that's probably or like whatever family member that's got to be so hard to be like i have to take the worst thing that's ever happened in my life and turn it into like making sure it doesn't happen to somebody else's family member yeah like oh my god and invest all of your time and energy into that and then also okay they're saying that like her son sometimes hears crying outside of his door at night and they think that her soul is like stuck because she died so tragically so they had like ceremonies and stuff they hold ceremonies and stuff to like help her soul cross over or i don't know if crossover is the right term i'm not quite sure but i'm just like yeah oh my god the heartache that is so sad Sad and terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of that story right now. Oh God. And so I wanted to hit you with another one. Okay. Um, again, details very sparse and kind of this one fucking infuriates me. Ooh. Just for the me. record. Again, I got all this information, mostly from like a timeline on the like change.org petition site, and I'll post a petition. On the show notes. Actually, Alexis will. <laughs> on <laughs> the show it. notes, if you feel like signing, please go for it if you believe in the us, uh, 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 uh. So this one. Sing <laughs> <Dang> it. <laughs> Gotta sing it. Gotta bring it up because that was really sad and very deep. I and know, my right? my heart is broken. So on August 24th, 2019, 18-year-old Kaysera. Okay. Whatever will be, will, will be. be. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's how you say her name. Kaysera Stops Pretty Places. That's her full name. Which I just have to say. That's quite the name. That is quite the name. Stops, I, stops. Stops Pretty Places. Stops Pretty Places. So they're known as like the Stops family or uh-huh. something like that. Everybody, like the last name is Stops, but then I think they tag on cool little shit that they stop at. <laughs> she stops at Pretty Places. I would use my full name every time. I love it. It was so hard for me, too, just for the record, because these names are very, very intricate. And some of them's like uh, so-and-so Big Hair. Or whatever. And I'm like, wait, is Big Hair Todd? Or like trying to like piece it together? <laughs> Who he... was this? <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes they're like, just hair or big, you know? And sometimes oh. they say like, Sir Big Hair. I don't even know. Sir Big Hair. Not Sir, but you know. Yeah. Like, oh my God. So then some of it would be like, uh, stop, stop, pre- stops pretty places. With like another apostrophe at the end, you know, like, yeah. oh, when like, Stop Pretty Places was found or whatever. I'm just like, what is going on? This is blowing my mind. It's like a whole sentence and, and a sentence. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being like, Stacey, went to the store. It's like Stop's Pretty Places went to the store. And you're like, was the store pretty? <laughs> <laughs> Where is my... I'm so confused. <laughs> There's a subject here? <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so Kay Sarah Stops Pretty Places. I love it. I would fucking say my name all the goddamn time. Yeah. She was a member of the Crow Northern Cheyenne Tribal Communities. Okay. So that's two of them, Crow slash Northern Cheyenne Tribal Communities. Okay. Um, And she went missing in her family's neighborhood in Hardin, Montana. This is 2019, August 24th, 2019. Okay, still recent. Yep. She was a very athletic young woman, and she played basketball and football, and she ran cross-country, and she was into, like, school theater and shit, and she wanted to grow up to be a movie star. She had big aspirations. Yeah, get it. Now, Kaysera was under the legal guardianship of her grandmother, and it sort of sounds like she had one of those, like, really big, close-knit families because when she goes missing, the very next day, her aunt, Priscilla, goes immediately to bighorn county sheriff so the sheriff's office is called bighorn county Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she attempts to file a missing persons report so it wasn't her mom she wasn't living with her mom but her mom is in the story well i didn't write much about like the whole family dynamic and everything because the whole family is involved here yeah but our main players here are priscilla the aunt she's the one who goes out Asking for her, and then the grandma that she lived with, Kay Sarah actually lived with her grandma, and grandma had legal guardianship of her. Okay, okay, okay. So, so they go like, "Hey, our fucking niece slash granddaughter is missing." Yeah, and then they tell the aunt that it's too early to file a missing persons report. So dumb. I know, and that she has to wait a certain amount of time before they will consider Kay Sara missing. Okay, so now it's Sarah. August. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> see what you did there <laughs> so now it's August 29th early morning and a neighbor who lived across the street from Karah's family in that neighborhood that she had gone missing in yeah her neighbor notices that there's a body laying in the backyard of one of the neighborhood homes so like across the street from her family a body is found in, in the backyard in a backyard of someone else's house of somebody else's house so a neighbor was like there's somebody hey, there. Tom <laughs> the fuck Tom. Is that a mannequin in your backyard <laughs> or like something else? I'm just gonna go tell these other neighbors about it. Yeah, let me go see what's going on here. So, this backyard was in a highly visible area, and I guess this neighborhood was like pretty fucking hopping. Like it was busy. Yeah. So, you she... know what hopping means. <laughs> it was jiving, <laughs> the joint was jiving. <laughs> and uh, so, she hadn't, there's no way she could have been there long. Yeah. So the authorities were called, and when they are taking the body away, the neighbor saw the police pull out a phone from this woman's pocket. Mm -hmm. And while he sees this, he was like, hey, you should charge her phone so that you can let her family know, like, what's going on, like, get a hold of her family. Now, I don't think the neighbor knew that Kaysera was missing because, like I said, no reports were filed, no media was mentioned or anything that, like, hey, be on the lookout for this 18-year-old woman. Yeah, but I feel like if it's a neighbor that lived across the street, I'd be like, I recognize you. Maybe they weren't close, or maybe she was like... you still see him around. I'm not close with any of my neighbors, but I could pick him out of a lineup. Well, maybe she was face down or something. Or out of my driveway. I don't really know. I don't really know. But, I mean, if this... I'm not sure if this fucking neighbor knew, but if he knew and then, like, didn't go tell the neighbors, that would be... Or, like, you know, hey, I found your missing family member, that'd be insane. But... Yeah. But... He's like, hey, like, use her cell phone to, like, get a hold of her family to notify, like, to identify her. Yeah, basically. call mom. So it sounds to me like he doesn't really know who she is. Okay. Also, <laughs> great detective work there, bud. <laughs> like, like, wouldn't what have thought the- of that. Like, hot tip coming yeah. in hot here. Oh, okay. Which, I was wondering what I should do with this cell phone. I was go just going to turn it that off. phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my god! I wonder what they said. They were like, "Oh, great idea. Okay, write that." Down. Did you get that, Tom? <laughs> oh, wow, thanks for that, Tom. Can we use your outlet? <laughs> Holy shit! How long have I been on the force? <laughs> so they can put her remains. The <laughs> so they put her remains in a body bag, and while they're doing so, Kesaraz Aunt shows up, and she's like, "Can you please tell me if that's my missing niece or not? You know, like yeah. we've been looking for her." Can and she the- go talk to Hot Tip Tom. Yeah, Hot Tip Tom. <laughs> So, well, actually, Tom is the neighbor who has the body. That's what I'm talking about. Go talk to Hot Tip Tom. (laughs) But not the. Okay, wait. So he wasn't the neighbor who had the body in the yard was not the neighbor who called the cops and was like, charge your phone. Two different neighbors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tom yeah. had the body. The other neighbor was like, did you guys see the body in Tom's yard? Yeah. For the just record. Charge your phone. I don't know that his name was Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I said earlier. I was just like, hey, Tom. <laughs> it's probably to not Tom, but we for, don't know. For everybody that's like, what the fuck is going on in this story? <laughs> body in a yard. A neighbor finds it. Not his yard. <laughs> yeah. It's Quick. easier to assign names to them, though. Uh, yeah, it is. I like it. Hot, mm-hmm. hot Tip Tom was not Hot Tip Tom. Okay. 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 Maybe hot temp Terry? Hot temp Terry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Terry, you can't just (laughs) suck on the bananas. You have to actually eat them. (laughs) 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 You can't just stand on the corner. You can't just stand on the corner eating a banana. I'm just eating it. Well, you have to take a bite. (laughs) I miss that show. It's a video that lives rent-free in your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. So, regardless. Okay. Irregardless. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> irregardless. Uh, so, Kesaraz aunt walks up and is like, hey, is that is that my missing niece? Yeah. And the police officers refuse to tell her anything about what's going on there. OK. So now it's September 1st and the family still has no word on where. What the fuck, man? Yeah. No no word on where case is, or if the body that was found was hers or not. And so <gasps> they go down to the mortuary and they were like, hey, those remains that you found, can we please see them so that we can help identify the body? Yeah. If nobody's claimed them. Because, like, you're looking for their fucking family, right? Yeah. And I'm a family missing a member, so let me go in there and claim them. Yeah. And also there were rumors going around that, like, the body that was found was an 18-year-old girl from the Stops family. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're pretty sure that's Kaysera, ah, and we just want answers. Like, please let us get some closure Yeah, and go in there and verify. But they weren't allowed to see the remains. What the fuck? Right? And they were told by the mortuary that the body was not Kaysera, ah, and so the family continued to look for her. Spoiler alert, it's Kaysera. Yeah. How would the mortuary know other I, than, like, identifying know. it? That's why I'm like, is this, like, a really close-knit community? Or, 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 were they like, here's a picture of her. Is that her? And they were like, definitely not her. But, like, bodies look different when they've been dead for a while. Yeah. And also, uh, even if it's not, like, that different, like, I would still be like, let me see. Like, yeah. that's my family member. Yeah. I know that body. I know that body anywhere. <laughs> I could recognize my kid by his foot. I know. Okay, so now, two weeks go by, and finally the family is notified that the body that was found on August 29th was, in fact, Kayser That's fucked up. Man. Two weeks, they were walking around, looking around for her, like, hey, has anybody seen her? Meanwhile, she was sitting unclaimed in a mortuary. That's so fucked up. So fucked up. At least... I thought you were going to tell me that the mortuary told them that the body was, like, cremated or something. Oh, it, it goes on. So what's strange is that her grandmother was the legal guardian of Kaysera, right? Yeah. She was never notified by Bullhorn City Sheriff or anything that they had found her or, like, once they finally did identify her as Kaysera, they didn't tell the grandmother, who's the legal guardian. They ended up telling the aunt, who then told the grandmother, like, oh, okay, we found out it's her. Which you would think that she'd be, like, the first on the list, or at least one, like, somebody would call her. Yeah. Like, the fucking sheriff would be like, hey, guess what? But I, maybe because the aunt was, like, so up in their business, like, hey, help me help me find my niece. That's kind of what I'm thinking, is that the aunt probably called, like, every day to be like, yo, yeah, what's but I, going on? I still feel like that's, like, a basic duty of your job to be like okay now we've identified her let's make sure the family knows and not just the one lady who's calling all the yeah. time claiming to be her aunt yeah because how do i know how do i know you're like anybody could come nobody's and be gonna like, know <laughs> they're gonna know how would they know <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna know <laughs> <laughs> exactly So jesus christ tiktok has taken over our Too lives everybody who doesn't tiktok they're like i have no idea what the fuck they're talking about there <laughs> just download tiktok you don't even need to do anything on it. You just need to scroll. Yeah. Give China your information. Fuck it. They already have it. Enjoy <laughs> You're it. not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Here comes some more weird stuff. I say that a lot in here because every time I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Right down here comes some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out that a few days prior to Kay Sarra going missing, she had filmed one of the Bullhorn City officers beating her 14-year-old brother, who was in a wheelchair. Why? While they I were mean, not f- why was he in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> also S- specific. Kind of curious, but not <laughs> not the main point here. <laughs> I guess they were at a fair, and I don't know what happened. I just know that she took video of them, like, beating a minor. So. Okay. In not a wheelchair. Look. So, like, probably not resisting. Maybe he wouldn't stand Most up. Most likely not. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're right. I don't know. But mind you, this is the same department that is now handling K remains, right? Yeah. And they're doing so poorly. And they're definitely not really handling this like a homicide case like this chick just shows up dead on someone's lawn yeah Uh, yeah and now like who has the phone that has that recording on it like she used her phone (gasps) and they took it out of her pocket yeah and, and they, they never charged used it because a hot tip Terry, hot tip Terry, gave them the hot tip to charge it. <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh then, fuck, can't but, let the public see this." Yeah, but then they didn't like notify any of the family members that yeah, it they was didn't, her. They didn't call mom or grandma or yeah. So super fucking suspicious. So the family goes to claim her body at the mortuary, and the owner of the mortuary is also the coroner. Okay. Did you know you could do that? Because I didn't. I didn't know that that would be scandalous. Well, it, I'll, is it? I'll tell you why it is. Okay. The family goes to the mortuary, right? Yeah. And the coroner speaks to Kaysera's mother, not her legal guardian, her actual mother, right? Okay. I don't know why she doesn't have custody. And says that in order to get her remains back, she has to be cremated. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Since when? I don't know. I guess because it's cheaper and easier. I don't fucking know. I have no fucking to idea. whom I don't know. Put her in a box. But then the mother hand it over. Reluctantly agrees because it's like cremation is largely against Case Ross culture. Like you're not supposed to cremate the body. Yeah. And um, also active homicide investigation. Like you probably don't want to get rid of any kind of evidence. Right? Yeah. So why would she agree? Well, I don't. I'm guessing that she was either coerced or maybe she didn't i don't dude i don't know yeah but like imagine i hate to say this but like imagine my mom like if my mom was in the ce- scenario and somebody was like you have to do this yeah she would just be like okay I guess. Like, yeah like yeah. i don't know why but okay yeah, but again, not the legal guardian. She shouldn't be making these decisions. That's true too. Yeah, and um, like who who is who even is that? Is that Hot Tip Terry that you're like you have to cremate it? And he's like, all right, yeah, okay, like, let's go. Like you're again, just giving anyone that decision. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this fucking guy did, and so the mortuary guy, he like kind of and also corner. He kind of like rushes to have her cremated pretty fucking weird right yeah another weird encounter is that the coroner mentioned that the toxicology report wouldn't be back for a few weeks but that when it did come back it was going to find that there were high levels of alcohol as the cause of death but how the fuck do you know that if it's not back yet like what a weird statement to make yeah Mm. also Mm. i have had high levels of alcohol (laughs) yeah like how does he just know that right off the bat he doesn't. That that's the thing. He doesn't. He doesn't. This this whole corner fucking slash mortuary owner dude is suspicious. Also, high levels of alcohol, while it can kill you, is not usually the cause of death. Usually it's like and then she choked on yeah. like vomit or yeah. like she fell and hit her head mm-hmm. because of this or whatever it is. Yeah. Like it's like a, a leading to Yeah and why but was not she in the, backyard? Usually the cause of Yeah. The death of In my very limited experience. No, that's a really good point. And I have so many questions, too. Like, why was she in the backyard? Okay, if it was alcohol, was it, like, a big old party? Or, like, was she known to consume copious amounts of alcohol outside of, like, normal fucking 18-year-old consumption? Like, what? What? Yeah. And we don't know. Do some fucking investigatins. Okay. We don't know anything. I should really tell my story in order, but I keep thinking of all these things I want to say. We really don't know anything because no one has produced like, a report of the autopsy. So, like, we have no idea what condition her body was in. You have no idea what the cause of death was. There's nothing. There's well, just this comment that he was, like... The coroner kind of seems like a shady fella anyway. He's so, so fucking shady. I don't know if I would trust an autopsy by him. Right? Or, like, maybe even, like, something from the police reports to be, like, hey, this was the condition I witnessed the body in. Yeah. Like, an Obvious gunshot to the blood. head or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But there's none of that. So... Super infuriating, especially for her fucking family. Tom didn't take any pictures before he called the cops? Tom didn't take any pictures. Or before Terry called the cops? Tom or Terry didn't take any pictures. <laughs> and so, it can't... Anyway, so, fucking shit show of a goddamn I'm sorry, mortuary. But I'm taking a picture. You would. You would, too. Take a picture of a dead body? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've seen them before. I've been around a dead body, and I've never once taken a picture. I've been around a dead body, and I haven't taken a picture. But... If I saw a dead body, like, on the side of the road, I'd be like, oh, my God, 911. And then as soon as they were like, all right, cool, we're on our way, I'd be like, hey, Brandon, guess what? They keep you on the line, so take the picture first. You can do that while you're on the phone. Sure. show Yeah. Uh-huh, they're coming. Uh-huh. You're, like, fucking around <laughs> Exactly. With your phone, to get <laughs> the camera app up. Like, there's, there's, sorry. <laughs> hitting buttons here. There's <laughs> Put it on <laughs> speaker first. There's no way that that that's just, like, or, like, afterward, I'd be, like, picture while they're, like, loading her up. Okay, I don't know if Terry took pictures, but I'm guessing not because we don't have much information. Terry? Terry. Share that shit with Priscilla. What if his name really was Terry? That would be great. Also, I didn't know this whole time if it was a man or a woman, and I was like, perfect, Terry. Yeah, I think it was a guy. I don't know. I could have just done that in my own head, too. In my head, it was a girl because I was like, she's nosy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was thinking – I have an uncle, Terry, so I was thinking, totally, dude – Okay. <laughs> anyway, not important at all. <laughs> so then it comes to Kesarah's visitation. Okay. So the family goes to pay their respects. And when they get there, her ashes are nowhere to be found. The fuck, man? <laughs> right? And the mortuary was like, oh, they're going to be here in like 45 minutes. What? <laughs> Just have the visitation without her. What? Without we her. You can't. That's the whole point of the fucking visitation, could have right? done this at home. <laughs> I came all the way out here. <laughs> Well, there's no point to go to a fucking mortuary or whatever. Right? Like, and pay all this money. Oh yeah. What okay. am I even paying you for? Right? Oh, they shouldn't pay this these people anything. Okay. So the family is like, we're not going to fucking leave, like, until we get to actually get, like, claim her ashes, have her ashes, see her, visit her, whatever. What, yeah. However the fuck you want to frame that sentence. They're yeah. like, no, we're not leaving. And they're like, well, we're going to be closing soon. Fucking sick. You're staying open for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'll hang out until the delivery guy gets here. That's exactly what her family was saying. And they were like, oh, it'll just be 45 minutes. And it took for a fucking ever. And then finally her ashes arrived. But like how fucking bizarre. That, yeah. Like that's a very poorly ran mortuary. <laughs> yeah. You would think you'd get like the ashes the day before the visitation or something. You would think to be like prepared and stuff. Yeah. So you could put a little tiny tux on it. Also, I never really considered that if you're cremated, you don't stay at the mortuary. Like, they probably outsource that shit. Unless they have a fucking crematorium on campus. I would have thought that they did, but I guess I have no idea how that works. Well, um, also, in my experience, I don't remember seeing a smokestack. smokestack. You are going to fucking <laughs> say that. <laughs> did you know that if you die with a tampon in, they leave it in? They don't take that shit out. Why would you take it out? Because it's just a foreign object in your body.
1: You're okay. going to go into
0: the afterworld with a fucking tampon in. Not it's been in for be far too long now. Cremated. Oh, you mean like just, just it all. Oh, if you want to be buried? You're gonna be buried okay. with a tampon in. Well, let's just go there. So, <laughs> since we're all friends here, uh, <laughs> when my dad passed away, he had a trach and everything in, right? Because yeah. he was on a ventilator. Yeah. And when we were in, like that was one of the things. I don't know why I thought of it, but my dad never wanted to be on a ventilator. So when we were at the mortuary, they were like, oh, do you want his hair styled a certain fucking way or some shit? But we had a closed casket. So I was like, I don't care what you do. But take the trach out. Like, take all that stuff out. Yeah. And he never specified if they take it out or not, but he took a note. And I was like, you just keep that shit in? Like, I guess it doesn't matter. But he's being embalmed, so like— at least make it comfortable. I don't know. I don't yeah. even know why it matters. But now I get your your comment about, like, at least take the tampon out. Take the tampon out. I don't want to go into the afterlife or whatever. If there is one with a fucking tampon in, imagine living your life in heaven with a goddamn tampon in. Well, listen. Okay. That's not heaven. Okay. I, there's That's so many toxic, things I want to unpack from that sentence. And the <laughs> Is first it thing that is... I suddenly believe in heaven and I don't <laughs> want to have a tampon in? That's one of them. <laughs> but also, I always knew you believed in it in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> Second, I'm hedging my bets, is that I'm pretty sure your physical body is no longer a concern to you when you're in heaven. Third, now that I think about it, if there's not an autopsy being performed, why would you go down there? Like to your hoo-ha? Yeah. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just figure you take all the foreign objects out of a person. Like, you're going to take all your piercings and stuff. I guess they leave all that in you. Yeah, why they? would they? Like, there's no need for them, especially if you died with your underwear on or something, there's no need for them to... If I die young? Shit yourself? if I die young, um, can you call? How's rest in of that song go? Bury Put me in, me in a boat, <laughs> Put me down, with a bed, bed of roses. Of roses. <laughs> but uh, if I die young enough to where I'm still getting my period, can you please call the mortuary and be like, if sh- can you just check if the tampon oh. in and take oh. that shit out, please? Oh, 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 I will spare no expense. <laughs> When it comes to your fucking visitation or whatever, it will be the most ridiculous request. Yeah. They'll be like, do you want her hairstyled a certain way? And I'll be like, yes, close casket. She loved beehive hairstyle. Yeah, buffon, Higher the hair, closer to God. That's what I always say. You're going to die looking like <laughs> Tanya Harding. Goddamn 90s princess. Let's go 80s. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'll be like, she loved her hair crimped. Yeah. And be like, rainbow, nail polish, all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what else she liked? Fake lashes. Big ones. Yeah. Make those, them touch your eyebrows. Those cumbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just like a painted lady of the night. <laughs> this is probably... Blue eyeliner. One of the episodes with the most tangents we've ever gone on. You that's can tell right. we're both out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wait, there's actually a story here. Because I keep getting these random thoughts like that one. Well, and that's the other thing about me telling these stories that we don't know much information on It's prone for tangents. It's true. (laughs) Because you're going to ask the questions and then I'm going to need verification on what your intentions are. (laughs) And then then we're going to get lost in something. (laughs) Anyway, so toxic shock in the afterlife. All right. Yeah. How bizarre. (laughs) Okay. So they wait and they get her ashes. It took forever, but they come. So shitty fucking mortuary. Yeah. So the story only gets weirder because, like I said, I wrote that a lot because it gets weird. The grandma eventually gets in touch with the main investigator on Kesarah's case. Yeah. And is like, yo, how come no one ever called me or has given me any updates or anything like what's going on in her investigation? I've literally never heard from any of you. And nobody's ever interviewed any of the family on how she went missing or anything. Like, there's no investigation. And yeah. If so, how come you haven't told me anything about it? And the lead investigator was like, oh, well, I didn't know I needed to talk to you because I was talking to her mother this whole time. And her mother was actually Priscilla, Casara's aunt. So he was like, "Oh, well, she claimed to be her mom this whole time, what and so the fuck? I was giving her the updates, right?" Which I can imagine if no one was listening to me, I'd be like, "That's my daughter. Tell me something." Yeah, you know, like yeah. I, I can't. I'm not like I'm shocked that that would happen, but also I'm more shocked that you wouldn't check that. You know, like, I'm more shocked that you wouldn't check that, but also that then like is Priscilla not? relaying all the information that she's getting to the grandma like what the fuck well, man Well I don't think that there was much information to relay. So the yeah. the grandma was like what the fuck is going on and how come nobody's talking to me and he is like I haven't done anything wrong like I've been talking to her mom and then the grandma's like fuck you that's not even her mom. Yeah. And then she was like did did priscilla give you documentation of guardianship because i have that shit like why didn't you check that like you're doing a shit job yeah hey investigator you're not really investigating very well yeah and i guess during this like interview he kind of was like shocked and like fuck like also he wasn't the original investigator i didn't write down there's so many goddamn names but he wasn't the original investigator. He, like, took over the case after a couple months or some shit. Weeks. Yeah. I don't fucking know. And so he, he was probably scrambling to get his shit together. Like, oh, well, fuck. And he was probably like, I mean, someone probably checked that that was really her mom. Yeah, yeah. This is what I mean by systematic issues where things fall through the cracks. Yeah. And so she kept she keeps, like, pressing him for questions. Um, With questions? Pressing... Four questions? The Yeah, she had the questions. Four answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pressing him for answers to the questions that she had. <laughs> I see. Okay. <laughs> like, how come she never saw any, like, crime scene tape out where she died? Yeah. Like, there was never any crime. It was never fucking closed off, like, this is an active investigation or anything. They literally had a ceremony on the spot that she died, like, shortly after they found out that it was her body. They, like, talked to the neighbor, like, hey, can we hold a ceremony in your backyard? And they're like, sure, come on. And it's like a it's a crime scene that was never processed. Yeah. Like why? Why aren't Possible you doing your crime scene? Job? Possible crime scene. Very likely crime scene. <laughs> Probably crime scene. <laughs> yeah. And then also they were like she was like, "Hey, did you ever check her phone for clues or anything?" And yeah. he kept just giving lame answers like, "Well, the investigative officers, they arrived first, so since they were there, there's no need to secure the crime scene," which sounds wrong <laughs> sounds like you just didn't secure the crime scene mm-hmm. and then his answer for like the cell phone shit was like well even the fbi can't crack those kinds of phones what are you talking about i don't even know but i'm like okay you could maybe like, ask grandma exactly what her fucking birthday was exactly like what well, boy you she's died, crushing on yeah if you died i would at least try i guarantee i could guess your fucking passcode i guarantee you you could too <laughs> <laughs> Or I would just hold my face up to your phone long enough until it recognized me. Yeah. Like, put on your glasses. I don't know. Put a lip (laughs) ring in. Try out a couple things. Yeah. Take your face. Put it on my face. Try that. (laughs) Become you. I like how we were thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) Assume your identity. I don't know. What else do you want from me? Raise your kids. Mm -hmm. i just, I'd get into your phone. Yeah. (laughs) Either whatever I have to do. Oh, my God. It's not an excuse. So he had a really lame excuse for all that shit. Yeah. Also, the family was like, don't you think that the coroner had, like, a conflict of interest here? Because he was forcing us to use his mortuary. Like, we didn't pick it. We just found her body there, right? Yeah. And he's the coroner and also forcing people to use his mortuary to make money off of it. Like, yeah. oh, here's this body that I just processed. I'm going to now take it to my mortuary and you have to use my services. Yeah. And also it has to be cremated because that's an extra charge and uh – uh yeah. I I just probably cremator. Gotta get to... a kickback if I use these people or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking de- 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 douche. Yeah. Coroner guy. And it's like pretty suspicious that he fucking was like, oh, it's alcohol related, even though I don't have the toxicology reports. And it turns out that he is like somebody known for always marking people's death as like alcohol related. Which is a weird thing to be known for. Like if you're known for something as a coroner, I feel like it shouldn't be like something like that. It should be like, you know, detention, detention, attention to detail. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't like alcohol. Like he was a Puritan or something. Could have. And he was like, anybody messing with that devil's liquid. Could have been. Yeah. Very well could have (laughs) been. Anyway. But like the family was like, hey, this corner sucks. Yeah. Fucking what the fuck. And so the family was like, "Hey, you coroner, give us all the reports related to her case. Like I want all the information you have on her right now and they like serve him with papers or whatever. Yeah, fucking notary notarized letter. like excuse me, I'm requesting all this information. You I have paid been you service. served. Yeah, I paid you a service and I want all this shit. Yeah. So come to find out the coroner actually had taken caserah's body from the crime lab. Prior to being authorized to do so, like, took her to his mortuary and that the Bullhorn City Sheriff had to go get her body from the mortuary and put her back in the crime lab for further analysis. The fuck? Who's giving this guy bodies? And the Bullhorn City Sheriff said, use the word snatched. Actually, I don't know if it was the sheriff or just somebody on the department. Whatever. But he used the word snatched. Like, he snatched her body. That's, like, shady. That sounds like... Everything about this is super shady. That sounds like unauthorized took, like, fucking snuck in in the the heat of the night. And then, like, why? Yeah. Like, there's so many levels to this. I have so many questions. Like he have something to do with it? I don't think. Is he actually...
1: A killing people
0: killer. and like keeping his business afloat. Yeah. Maybe. And he's maybe like, uh oh, another alcohol related death. I told you kids to lay off that goofy juice. Fucking maybe. Maybe we just solve the mystery in this neighborhood. Listen, if you're met a metamortician, mortician, neither <laughs> have I. But I they have. seem like they'd be weird. I have once, they were very weird, and I was like, I should have been a mortician. Yeah. And that's when you told me you wanted to be one and I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That does. About you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was short-lived. Uh, at this point, Kaysera's family, they have, like, no faith in the investigator's ability to solve her case or anything yeah, like that. That's and fair. just keep saying that she died from alcohol poisoning and she died on the lawn. Like, well, there's nothing really to investigate here. We don't have any more information than that. But there was little to no evidence to support this. Like, there's so many weird things going on, they can't even prove where she died. Yeah. They just know they found her on the lawn. Yeah. But that's all they might know. might not even be a crime scene. They don't even know what day she died on. Like how long had she been dead? There was yeah. she still warm? Because if don't she know. was missing since like the day before, mm-hmm. and then they didn't like you said, this backyard was easily accessible and mm-hmm. like open to everybody to see. They would have seen her prior to that morning. Yeah. Also, the family's confused because most of their information comes from like you know some news outlet that like reported that a body was found. Yeah. Which is sad that they're not getting their information from the police. The only way they can get information is from, like, journalists and shit who are calling the police to try to get this information. And they said that she was found early in the morning. I don't know what fucking hot tip Terry says, but that she was found early in the morning. But then the police are telling the family that she was actually found late at night. So Kesar's grandma has her brother call one of the hotlines with a tip. Like, you know, they set up this hotline, like, if you know anything that happened to her or whatever. So they have him call in with a, a tip. I don't know if it was a real tip or whatever, because the family was, like, trying to give information and stuff, too. But like I said, they weren't being interviewed or anything. So they yeah. were like, what the fuck is going on? Are you even doing anything? Yeah. So they're, they're like, we have tips. Yeah. So they call the hotline. And when the brother calls, a lady answers the phone and is like, I can't take your tip because there's not an officer here right now. And you have to give it to an officer. And he was like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're a tip hotline. Yeah take my tip and so <laughs> <laughs> write it down and so uh she was like well i'll have an officer call you back at seven and he'll take your tip then but then the officer didn't even call back till like 10 30 so like Ooh. maybe not the best behavior for a tip hotline yeah where you're like eager to you know catch somebody also like if i were somebody who was scared or nervous to give a tip you want somebody to like Answer right away and get it out instantly. It's not like a here, let me come back to that later. Because what yeah, if they like chicken out on that for a while? Yeah. And it's also proof that they're like probably understaffed or something if there yeah. wasn't an officer available. So the family starts to involve the FBI because they're pissed and they're like, hey, Bullhorn City Sheriff's Department is not suited to handle this case. And we think they're botching the investigation and you need to intervene. Like it is your duty to intervene right now and make sure that like your fucking citizens are safe and all this other shit. Yeah. So the FBI is like, we can't intervene because it's outside of our jurisdiction because this happened on Reservation Land. But it was like just outside of Reservation Land. So it's like unclear territory. Like no man's land? Like no man's land. And like I said, they still can't prove that she was murdered on the Reservation Or off the reservation. So, like, her family is like. Maybe you could both investigate it until you find out where she was murdered and then give jurisdiction. Instead of just like fucking brushing it off, like, somebody help this family. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, they don't get any help from the FBI. And the family files a request for all the police reports, all the autopsy reports and everything. There's actually way more to the story that you can read. Like, they get advocates and shit to, like, help them do this. And the advocates are so new at even doing this that it's kind of a rough ride for the family to, like, file these reports and everything. It's no worse than they were getting. Oh, my God. They keep getting passed off all over. And they call and have to leave messages and call back, like, 500 times. It is a fucking shitstorm. And that's why this family is fucking amazing because— It's like, I would want my family to do this for me, and they will not give up on her. Yeah. So they do this. They file all these reports. Like, hey, like, I want to know everything, all the police reports, all the autopsy reports. I want to know everything that you know about this case or everything that you can give me about this case. And they get nothing in return. And they kept calling and being like, hey, is there any progress on this? And they keep saying, like, oh, her autopsy report or whatever. That's going to take, like, 16 weeks. It takes forever. It takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it still never comes to fruition. One time they, like, went into an actual, like, county office or whatever to, like, hand over the paper to be like, here – I want this shit. Here's my money for all the records or whatever. And the lady like wouldn't even touch the file was or like wouldn't even touch the, the form and was like, I don't take this. Like he's got to take it and he's not here. I don't know who he is. Like the sheriff or some shit has to like re- accept these. I can't take it. And so the family literally certified mailed that shit to him so that they would know he received it with payment so that they can't dispute and say like, oh, I couldn't file it. And to this day, they still don't have any reports or any information about what, what happened hell? to their family members. They have no idea how she died, what condition her body was in or anything. They know as much as we know from reading in the media. Oh, my God. Isn't that horrifying? The coroner needs to be fucking investigated. Uh, he seems pretty fucking shady. Yeah, he's snatching bodies and, like, uh, forcing people into cremations. Right. And getting decisions by people that shouldn't be giving decisions. It's not it's not right. It's fucked up. Yeah. The family did find out that the first week that K body was found, that there was a personnel issue in the Bullhorn City Sheriff's Department. And so nobody was assigned to her case for a week. They had what? a dead body, an active investigation. I feel unquote. like that would be like the number one pick yeah. of jobs. Yeah. Like, hey, we just found a dead woman. So I'm going to assign you like that. Figure that out. That seems like you want your lead guys on the case. Yeah. But they were like, oh, everybody's on vacation this week. Whatever. Don't want to have to call Hank back. That would suck. That's That's insane. That's like one of the major things. It's like people don't care. Like there's, you know, everybody's stepping forward and saying like all these women, all these indigenous women, they're like at such a higher rate for violence and all these crimes to occur to them. And nobody cares. This woman was found dead. And nobody did anything within the police department for a full fucking week. And even then I'm sure the only reason anything ever happened was because her family was so fucking vigilant about like no what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. And Which they even still that wasn't a answers. goddamn shit show. Yeah. Oh That's my crazy. God, this makes me so mad. Ooh. So, like I said, to this day, this family doesn't have any access to any information regarding her passing. The family still holds vigils and protests and stuff to get justice for Kaysera. And to this day, they don't have many answers surrounding her death. And they haven't had any success in getting any of the main agencies, which is the FBI, the Bullhorn City Sheriff's Office, or the Montana Department of Justice to help step up and take accountability for everything that's fucking happened here. And it turns out that Bighorn county has one of the highest rates of missing and murdered indigenous women in all of the u.s i think you might be onto a murderer's coroner yeah slash mortuary dude yeah he seems sketch as fuck what the fuck i want to know where all these women who are winding up dead where their bodies end up at Ooh, under the care of whom i would yeah. like to know yeah Um, Her family has created a petition that you can sign online to help bring awareness and to help hold these agencies accountable. And like I said, this is where I got most of the information. You could read that shit for years. There's so much on there. Like the family keeps it updated and, you know, fucking up to date. I was like local. I don't know what the other (laughs) word I'm trying to look for. So if you feel it so kind in your heart to go sign a petition to be like, I fucking care, then please go do that. Ooh, I'm going to sign it. I fucking care. I do care care too. I do care too. I do care too. I can't believe how fucking enraging this shit is. That sucks, man. And I'm sorry that I did not give you stories that were very satisfying with an end, but you need to be uncomfortable and you need to help too. That's my fucking public service announcement. That's fair. That sucks. Yeah, that makes me sad. I know. And also red is the color that the missing and murdered indigenous women like wear all the time to help bring awareness. It was red dresses, but you know. Well, look at you. Um, You're like, I wasn't going to wear a dress, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's always why you see, like, the red hands and stuff painted. And red on my faces. sweater. <gasps> Look at us go. We have red our logo. Yeah. We're here for you. We love we you. We are here Fucking, you. I'll march. We I'll wear a red you. dress for you. Hell yeah. I'm going to go sock that corner in the face for you. Yeah. I don't like that guy. I don't either. I bet he's fucking What skeptic. a bunch of shit. Yeah. Also, whenever we do this shit, I always get so nervous that, like, family members are going to listen. And then I just hope... That they get us if they do, because how horrifying. Yeah. If they're like, they use the Lord's name in vain about my daughter. Well, ugh, my heart hurts. You know, no disrespect. There's no disrespect intended at all. Aaron's glazing over. You're trying to not 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 like okay. I did not mean to offend you. I meant like you're trying to like fix it like uh oh. oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant that I was like I was like losing it, and I was like I mean I was on a roll there. I was. I thought it was speaking clearly. <laughs> no, 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 I meant like when we're trying to be nice, but we suck at being nice. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like say all the right things. Yeah. Which is why I struggled so hard through that because I don't want anybody to be mad at me. Yeah. No, I think you covered that pretty clearly in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you t- you touched on that. You touched on that for a minute. <laughs> don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm night. I- oh, you them. I was like, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, don't yell at us. I bet it was that fucking corner that wrote us that email that one time probably foreigner. he was like it's fucking utah <laughs> that i've been stationed in Ass hat. all right all right on that note guys thanks for the wild ride yeah and thanks for hanging with us even though we probably both have covid and we're exhausted uh i don't think we have covid for sure we i'm don't. feeling much better now except for my now phantom popping ear so yeah that's kind of weird Non? is that a symptom
1: that i don't think so
0: i don't think so i think it's like coughing and fever are the only two symptoms i've heard over and over again well i don't have those so we're all right all right um <laughs> So, yeah, put up the link. I will. Because I want to sign that shit. Let's sign that shit. And mm-hmm. there will be a link on our website, which is isgdpodcast.com. And you can also see pictures pertaining to the cases. Mm-hmm. Probably you'll have some. Yep. Um, oh, that like uh petition site had so many pictures. I was like, oh, oh my heart. Oh, those are always sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, come join us on social media, ISGD Podcast. <laughs> We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can come join the goddamn pod group on Facebook where we shoot the shit and talk about stuff that mostly has nothing to do with murder. Mostly. Uh, <laughs> mostly. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> also, please email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or Erin at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Mm -hmm. We got another letter in the P.O. Box today. And it was the same letter that I got like last week. Someone, uh, their kid is in fucking school and it's like a school district thing and they're trying to reach their parents. And they're not at my P.O. Box, guys. Whoa, that escalated. For some reason, I blanked out there. I might have been hypnotized. (laughs) And I thought you were talking about an email. And I was like, somebody is missing their (laughs) parents. Jesus Christ, I had a heart attack. I think oh. I would be easy to hypnotize. Yeah, you probably would. You're just tired. That's yeah. all it is. Oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also, go join our Patreon. $10 gets you access to all these fucking videos of these shows and shit. Or if you just want one uh, one fucking episode extra a month, then it's only a dollar. Yep. We got options, bitches. Just options, for you. Options, bitches. Just for you. I think. Oh, subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, yeah. Do that, please. Uh, thank you. We got quite possibly my favorite review I've ever <gasps> seen ever. Do you think we should print it and frame it? Will you print it? I will print it. We can frame it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Or just stick it on the wall. I can print it on a sticker. It doesn't even have to be framed. No, fuck it. We're not gonna frame it. So we're about it is literally the best review. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that was from a Joseph. I think his name was Joseph. And Joseph! Joseph, you are now my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Oh, my God. And will you just write reviews? Like, every episode, you get to do our blurbs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Ugh, motherfuckers. So much. Bye. Doodle noodles.